We represent you. Outside again, Tupou away, Tedesco put it in, this time it's Kiri in support. We feel you by your presence. Via Rooster. Well, Roosters fans, welcome to another week of Roosters Radio. A week where we had no football at club level, but my God, did we have a game, Silky, on Sunday night. State of origin, former Rooster Brad Fittler, former Rooster Rathrell Mitchell, current Rooster Teddy, current Rooster Angus Crichton. What a game, what a win. I mean, lots to like. 2-0, up in the series, won the lot, took the chocolates, gave it to the Queenslanders on their home ground. You can't ask for better than that. Well, let's not forget the assistant coach, Craig Fitzgibbon. Of course, Boydie was in the box yeah, as well. Yeah, very so, true. Uh, Thank you. It was a great night to be a New South Welshman. Uh, totally dominated. I, I, except for the first 10 minutes. It was uh, mm. it was level pegging for the first 10 minutes. But they uh, they fell away, the Queenslanders. And, uh, you know, the Blues were dominant from there on in. And uh, it showed on the scoreboard. And let's show some respect to Queenslanders by saying, Why? Why? By saying this. Get stuffed. <laughs> no, look, we're you know we look so dominant across the park, and uh, looking forward, we've got Angus Crichton coming on the show. That should Can't be really wait. good. One rap I want to give is it's a bit odd this week. We're in COVID lockdown now. I'm coming to you from our uh, Bondi studio, yeah. where I live in Bondi, and you're up at the mural where you live, right next to the mural of our former captains Freddie, Arthur, Jake, and uh, Boyd. Thanks to the power of technology and our partners at Radio Hub, we know you put this together. But uh, yeah, mate, it's been good in lockdown to get this together. You are the podfather. Talk us through it. Yeah, well, we have to mention our good friends at Rode for uh, the equipment. So we've uh, we've synced up a few Rode USB microphones and we're coming in uh, from our home studios, if you want to call it that. But uh, something a bit different and uh, so far so good, Bush. And the sound's pretty good, mate. The, the, the Tim Tams and the Green Tea aren't bad, <laughs> either. I don't know how you got those set up. No, well, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new trial. It's uh, the COVID world that we live in. Yeah, well, Silky, uh, you know, something to be proud of for the Roosters is the selections. Let's just go through our players. I thought Teddy the other night. Man of the match. I thought Teddy the other night, he spoke with his actions. You know, that's a true captain's knock. He was almost untouchable the way he played, the way he led. He set up tries. He was just brilliant from the back. Uh, you know, very well supported, obviously, by his, you know, halves and, and the two centres. I thought Angus Crichton was absolutely dominant and really, you know, come on and, and showed why he would have been first picked in the first game. Yeah, I have to agree with you, Bush. I think Teddy ran for 211 metres, caused two try assists and, and was, you know, nearly in everything. Special mention of Latrell Mitchell. He had some huge plays as well on Turbo. I mean, look, the back line is, is just astounding. They, yeah. they just come in waves. And I feel sorry for Queensland because I don't know how you defend against it. Uh, Angus Crichton, really looking forward to talking to him because he had a – like. A running battle with uh, Felice Cafusi for he the did. whole time. He played plenty of minutes too, Angus. Um, you know, had some really good touches, made a break, uh, nearly set up a try. So uh, good to see him back in uh, in rep honours. Again, uh, yeah, no, unfortunately missed the first game due to suspension, but uh, he'll be there in game three. And I dare say he booked himself on the uh, the ticket for the Australian tour at the end of the year. Oh, for sure. And you know, I know it's oh, that's very... if there is one. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Who, I don't know which side in the world would beat the Australian side right now if they picked it, and, and it'd be. Littered, as they said, with New South, some of the commentators said it would be, Joey, I think it was, a great guest and friend of Roos's Radio, said it would be littered with New South Welshmen. Now, Silky, uh, you know, I don't think Freddie's going to change a winning team, but I tell you what's exciting for him, it's a major problem to have and a great one. 
where do you put Victor? Victor would make that side for sure. And, you know, it would be welcome. I know that uh, injuries got Angus his opportunity, but if it wasn't for what happened in the first game, he would have been picked anyway. But if something happens uh, at club level, I would tell you what, you've got Victor backing up and a few other players pressing at the door. Unfortunately for Victor Bush, I think th- this year's out. Uh, like Tariq Sims has been exceptional. He's been unbelievable. Uh, you know, you've got Trebojevic who's injured for this match. But, you know, as you rightly say, you know, if there's a few injuries uh, come club round, it may open the door. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those unfortunate things, I'm afraid. I think it was really nice touch to see Boyd, Freddie and uh, Fitzy in the Origin coaches box. It must have been hard for Boyd. He would have led that side and uh, it would have been nice for him. He's spent all those years when we were the bridesmaids. Queensland had, you know, an amazing team. You know, they had so much ascendancy and now that is that momentum has shifted. But it's good to see Boyd being part of that, um, you know, putting through his leadership and his, uh, you know, Rooster-style brand of footy. Yeah, well, there's a good article. Uh, I think it's on the Roosters' website still, if you check it out, just on how Boyd has influenced Teddy's leadership at New South Wales and, and rep level. So uh, head over to the Roosters' website to check that out. Now, Bush, while we're on all things New South Wales and Origin victories, let's give a shout-out to our very own Blake Cavallaro, who uh, coaches the Roosters' Tasha Gale team and was the victorious coach of the New South Wales under-19 women's side there uh, last Friday night. Yeah, look, uh, he was dynamic. He was brilliant. They got up uh, 16-12, I think it was, Silky. You know, talking to Blake uh, after the game, you know, he said it was great to see a number of Roosters players come through our pathway system, you know, we had uh, three roosters selected and, uh, you know, he's done a great job with the women's uh, game and w- the women's team. Um, you know, Taylor Montgomery, uh, Tanika, Todd Hunter and Charlize Lloyd-Phillips were all on the side and, uh, you know, made a great contribution. And one to note, great friend of ours and congratulations, um, you know, Jim Dimmick. Uh, he's yeah, one of his daughters. Yep. Tegan Dimmick was in there and she made a great account of herself. There was a great try scored by one of the New South Wales wingers. Gee, she showed some pace. Uh, her name escapes me at the moment, but... Uh, she was a big part in the uh, in the Blues victory. But Bush also uh, a reminder too that we are not that far away from the NRLW series starting off. I know we've got a couple of new teams. I know the Titans have got a team, for example. Yep. Uh, it's grown, I think, to maybe six or eight teams. But it'll be interesting to see how many of these young Tasha Gale players step up to the uh, to the big time. Mate, it's going to be exciting. And I, you know, you only seen the women's state of origin. It was a really, really enjoyable, free flowing style of football. Um, you know, they chance their arm. They don't have the structure the men's game has. And I tell you, you know, it's a lot of joy. And I tell you, mate, they make some really, really big, impactful yeah. hits. I love watching Hannah Southwell play. She's the lock for New South She's Wales. She's great. She's one of the best defenders in the game, uh, I reckon, both in male and female. Well, her and, just Kez, the her way and Kezzy she Apps, tackles, wow. Her and Kezzy Apps in the back there are just unbelievable, you know, the, the way they play, uh, you know, the back row. But, uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting for the game. Congratulations to Blake Cavallaro on a uh, good victory for New South Wales. Silky game three, there's a little bit of uh, conjecture over whether it'll be played at Newcastle. I think it's a terrific idea. I think here's the series. Look, it's a dead rubber now. Um, Queensland playing for pride, New South Wales playing for the whitewash. Why not take it to regional I agree. Newcastle? I think where it'd people be great. Love their football. Great venue. Parochial crowd, terrific venue, and it would honour uh, one of the great stadiums that's been built in one of the great rugby league towns. Couldn't agree with you more, Bush. I think it'd be great to have. Uh you know, what is it, 25,000, 30,000 screaming Novocastrians up there baying for uh, Queenslanders' blood and uh, Caelan Ponga wouldn't have far to drive to uh, get to the match. No, that's true. <laughs> that's if he's picked after, uh, you know, they've got, they've got options now. Well, I mean, they get Harry Grant back as well. So, uh, look, all is not lost for Queensland, other than the series, that is, but uh, they really need to improve. Mate, uh, you know, Queensland have got a lot of work to do. I do feel a bit sorry for uh, Paul Green. I think Mal Meninga got out at the right time after uh, all those victories and you know, look, they'll come back. You can never bag them because, you know what, I think they always produce something. You know, they haven't produced it this year, though. I was looking at 
the other night and thinking to myself, God, you know, the kids are asking me when Wally Lewis is playing. I said, man, it was like New South Wales versus Wally, you know, and they and, and last year we, we saw uh, Munster the 5-8 show that. But you know what? While we're winning, let's just keep crowing. Exactly right. You're on Roosters Radio. And when we come back, the man himself, Angus Crichton. Well, Roosters fans, it was a great victory the night, Silky. And uh, talking about all things Roosters' influence on the state of origin, uh, we wrapped up the series. And look, if you ask me, there's only one reason we wrapped it up. And he's on the phone with us right now. It's Angus Crichton. He looked like the last samurai and he just chopped him in half. <laughs> How are you, boys? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. Congratulations. Uh, firstly, how did it feel? How did it feel? Mate, it felt unreal, I think. Um, obviously, the way that the boys performed in game one, I wasn't really expecting to, to get back into the team after that that performance. But um, unfortunate circumstances with Jakey Trebrojevic, I ended up making my way back in. And yeah, it made just super proud to be able to make my way into that side and um, capitalise on the way that they performed in that first game. I, I feel very lucky. Mate, I think from a Roosters fan's perspective, you know, we always say we're not the experts, you are, but any rugby league fan would have seen you in the first game, uh, for sure you were, you know, one of the first picked, to be honest with you. Do you think it's your leadership stepped up? Because with Boyd gone, Jake gone, you know, the injuries, Teddy's been on and off. Mate, you've just taken your leadership on the field to a new level. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I feel like leadership, I guess, is something that sort of comes um, from within. You don't really have to think about it. And I feel like, yeah, you just go about your business and, you try and make the guys around you better players and, and do your job to the best of your ability. And I think um, if you can help each guy on either side of you to, to do their job just that little bit better and you ended up doing your job a bit better. So, yeah, I think leading through actions is the biggest thing. Speaking of actions, mate, it looks like there's a fair bit of action between you and Felice Cafusi there the other night. <laughs> yeah, no, he came right. in came in for a little tussle, but, yeah, mate, best of luck to him. <laughs> Did he ever pull of the Humphrey B. Bear? Did he pull the hair at one stage? No, he didn't pull any hair. He was just getting in nice and tight, and yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of hoorah. But <laughs> well, the the good news is you get to square up with him on Thursday night. Exactly, mate. I actually was shaking hands after the game and came across to him and shook his hand and said, "Well played, mate." And he said, "See you on Thursday." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> mate." After the match, Freddie, of course, he's an enigma. What do you have to say to the team in the dressing room? Yeah, he was stoked, mate. I think. Um, just the way that everyone turned up, especially in defence, to hold them to zero up in Suncorp to wrap up the series, two games in Queensland. I think uh, it's not something that happens all the time. And, um, yeah, he was over the boom, mate. Angus, do you feel this side? I mean, you know, you've played with the Trellick Club level. You know, you're now at rep level. You play with the Dravojevich brothers. You know, Teddy's our captain and you two are so close. Uh, you know, you got clear. I mean, the side is... You know, we look like what Queensland had. They had that dominant run for so long and a, a team that God wouldn't beat. It does appear that we're, uh, you know, on the verge of building a bit of a dynasty ourselves. Would you agree with that? Um, I don't want to jump the gun and say we're building a dynasty, but I think we definitely have a team full of superstars and full of freak footy players. So, yeah, to play alongside those guys is really special and and I'm really grateful to get the opportunity to do that. But um, I definitely feel that there's something special building in this team and I can't wait to keep building on that. And I think that's that's the secret is you can't, think that it's just going to be like that every single game. You've got to recreate it, recreate it, and and work to get those results. I guess moving into club land now, of course, we are in a, you know COVID lockdown, but you, you had the highs of uh, Sunday night and you're back in the bubble at Newcastle. Adjusting to that, how's that going for the footballers? Yeah, good. Actually, I haven't been allowed to leave the house since, um, since I got back from Origin, so I'm, I'm at home at the minute. 
and um, just doing our meetings and stuff via Zoom uh, for Thursday's game. So I've got a meeting in a bit to go through our attack and that, and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm not allowed back around the boys until I get my negative result back. So I'm going to get tested this afternoon and hopefully get back around the boys tomorrow. Uh, any truth to the rumour that Nick Politis has conducted his own uh, Greek olive oil, some Steggles chicken fat, and he's going to pop around and give you a massage of the sore muscles and joints if we win 3-0? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hearing things we're hearing things that, at Clubland mate <laughs> are you two giving out massages are you doing that well mate we'd have an ice bath with you I tell you and then we'd be hot Bush, and look- <laughs> Bush looks like one of those big Turkish massages I'd be stretching yeah, you out I'm, don't worry about that straight in the steam room I'm, okay let's have a sauna boys yeah I'll take you to Chinatown and it'll finish with a little you know cuisine <laughs> mate Thursday night's game uh, up against our old foes, the Melbourne Storm. Obviously, we'll be touching on it briefly, Felice Kafusi and you going head-to-head, but uh, what are you expecting from the Storm? Yeah, we always know that Storm turn up, and, yeah, they've got a really good system down there, and they seem to play really well as a team week in, week out, and uh, I'm really excited to go up against them. And, yeah, my old mate Felice, it'll be good fun. And finally, mate, one for you. You do a wonderful job with your foundation. Just how's it going? I mean, Indigenous around recently, you know. I mean, we know you, you know, love to give back, and you're so accessible for for us and all the other fans. Uh, how's it all going on the foundation and uh, how can we support? Yeah, been really good. I actually just met up with a young group of guys from um, the Shore School who are in there on Indigenous scholarships from different regional areas and sort of just getting to know them and meeting some some young guys before they finish school to hopefully sort of mentor them uh, through that transition into work after school. So, yeah, still, still keeping up with that and, and just doing a little bit. Here and there, it's sort of a one-man show, but something I'm very passionate about and something that I think needs a lot of attention in Australia is helping Indigenous Australians and, and helping create that level playing field. Yeah, and we're right behind you at Radio Hub. So how can our fans get behind the First People Project or our corporates and uh, donate or support? Yeah, we've got a website, firstpeopleproject.org, or just on Instagram there. It'll take you um, to our website and there's donate links and whatnot. And yeah, any support is really appreciated. Well done, mate. Well, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for your accessibility and uh, get that body tightened up and hopefully Nick's a good masseuse. Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. See, <laughs> See you, boys. You Bye. Well, Roosters fans, as always, we're bringing you a coup. One of our favourite all-time Roosters, Silky. In fact, there is a statue of Brad Fittler on the floor. You, uh, you actually got a duck as you walk past it, but uh, I can tell you right one now, One of my favourite nudes. Yeah, one of our favourite nudes, that including Boyd Cordner. Well... You know, he led us to victory many, many times as Roosters gave us so much joy, but Silky, the other night's up there. I mean, you know, that one's for him. He really deserves it. And to talk about it is the man himself, our great Roosters skipper, our New South Wales coach, the next Premier of New South Wales, Brad <laughs> Freddie, congratulations, mate. Thank you. I think I'll leave the Premier stuff to Gladys. She's doing a great job. So, she, she is. But uh, had a, I've had a wonderful couple of weeks, mate. Wonderful couple of weeks. Freddie, first question I want to ask is just what you learned from last year's series to this one. Uh, I think we're at a different level of organisation this year. You know, I think players, I think if you look at the team that played in Brisbane, there were seven different players to last year. We've had a fair turnover over the, the years I've been involved. Mm. And I have to say that that's about the best team I think I've been involved with. I'm very, you know, very talented, very invested. Loved everything we're doing. We'll touch on the talent, but I think one of the reasons, you know, when I look back at last year, the fact it was after the grand final and everything else, it was all a bit disjointed. Did you, did you feel that yourself? Yeah, totally agree. And at the end of the day, you just got to say they handled it better. I think yeah. I think everyone was helping them along. They had some great media along the way that were riding, a, <laughs> riding appropriately to make it a contest. And 
you know what? At the end of the day, we didn't we didn't raise to the level we should have. So, yeah, you know, I just didn't handle that. Freddie, uh, there seems to be such a, a great focus. You yourself give so much access. You know, it's so insightful for fans on Channel Nine. It's great to see you in the box. Do you find it hard yourself to? I mean, you're very, very laid back. Um, you know, you've even been called alternate. We love that about you. But um, you know, to give that access and stuff, do you find it distracting during the game to to do those interviews as well as sort of coach? Because you can see the intensity and you know the professionalism with with which you guide the team. But do you find that a distraction? Not really. Uh... I think while anything's about the game, it's, I feel quite open and um, I don't feel it's taken my attention away. There's, mm-hmm. there's only so much you can really do in a box. Yes. You get the opportunity every now and then for a couple of key decisions. You know, you, you really you work hard to get them right and we've got some right, I think, over the last two games and we've missed a couple as well. So, But apart from them, yeah, yeah, trying to enjoy it as much as possible and just be thinking about being sharp if that moment comes. So... It's not too bad, mate. It's pretty peaceful up there. The, the heart's racing, as you can imagine. Of course. Freddie, uh, you know, you put a lot of effort in planning. I mean, I think uh, all our fans, you know, be it Roosters fans and New South Wales fans, know how much work goes into, uh, a year's work goes into winning a series. But what gives you the most joy? Is it, you know, getting together with the team afterwards and celebrating I mean, what you've achieved? Is it the work that's gone into it? I mean, what, what do you reflect on when you sit back and go, wow, we just took the series? Yeah, I'm not sure. I suppose it's a lot. Uh, I think there's real pieces of joy during the week, whether it's, you know, sometimes it's training or having a laugh with the players. Uh, sometimes it's watching Latrell take the intercept. I've a lot of joy out of that. And <laughs> Didn't we all? Watching, oh, mate, that was awesome. And watching Josh had our car, doing a couple of tries, you know, being on a bit of a dread and watching he smile. And then, you know, so it's a whole lot, you know. Winning's the thing that brings the absolute joy because that's what you're there for, you know. Like you know, there's only sort of two results you can get. You know, if one's going to make you really happy, the other one's going to yep. send you spiralling. So you know, it's about sort of standing that pressure and holding your nerve, and that's most surely the the best part to come out of it. Freddie, what's more pleasing as a coach? Is it the seventy six points for or the six against? Oh no, that's the try save one. Extremely impressive. The more you save them, the less you got to score. So, you know, the fact is they did a really good job in the first game of putting it together. I think the conditions really helped. It was very dry, and once we got on top of them, we overwhelmed them a little bit. But to be saving tries at the death in both games is a really good sign, and that sort of takes you into your next camp. It's the last, they're your last action. So, mm. you know, everyone walks in positive. Just on that point, like, I mean, in the sporting vernacular, they're called the one percenters. How do you, you know, train for those one percenters at that at that rep level? Every day. We really put pressure on each other to train at that level every day, whatever we're doing. There's stories coming out of Origin about, you know, you don't train hard. Like, we train hard and they put pressure on themselves and and you just got to practice that every day. So when it, if you get the opportunity and it comes your way, that it's just instinct. If you got to think about it, you're not going to make it. Freddie, I think for the fans, a highlight for us was to see interview, uh, see Channel Nine, you know, your station interviewed Latrell after the game, and the energy with which he spoke, the joy that was so genuine, and he just said, "Look, I've just bought into everything. I love the coaching staff. I love my fellow players." He goes. I'm really enjoying the football. That must mean a lot to you as a coach because that's kind of you're the architect and have designed that win. Before to take any credit, it's just putting the players around him that they all worked really well together. You had 
Carrick, Jerome, Latrell, and Brian Tyre, you know, quite different characters, each of them, but they really worked hard for each other and they were very selfless. So, you know, I think the joy comes from that, just gaining that little uh, trust in people around you and then trust in you. It always feels awesome, and especially when you do it under pressure. Uh, that's where you get the that joy from. So it was great to watch them four work together. Mm. Bring a little Roosters touch to uh, to it. It was a nice scene where you were in the uh, in the coach's box, you know, with yourself, Boyd, and Fitzy, and you know, three of our great captains, three of our great leaders. Uh, you know, a, a great team can't do it without great support staff, and you've obviously got uh, big trust in both Fitzy and Boyd. It must be great to have that level of trust and support in both of them. Yeah, we had some some real stars actually. Our management were the stars. They you know, with the COVID situation, we had to move hotels and mm-hmm. change sports grounds and find gyms and deal with catering and you know, flights. You know, to move 40 around in the space of a couple of days, it's just not that easy. So sure. I've got to say the management were the, were the real stars. Uh, Fitzy, he's just so ready. He, he does all the, the coaching, really, all the tactical stuff. And then we'll drag that boy along. He's a ripper. Absolute ripper. Freddie, bit of talk that it may be game three moved to Newcastle on home soil up there with the parochial Nova Cashering crowd. I mean, as a fan, I'd love to, to see that on the TV. Your thoughts on uh, potentially having the game up there? It was a great buzz up in Townsville. So if Townsville the gauge, then it'd be quite the atmosphere. When we ran out in Townsville, I reckon there was about 10 blues jumpers amongst 30,000 people. So. <laughs> Hopefully we can switch the colours and have something similar. It look pretty fantastic. It's an awesome ground. You know, possibly uh, great as ever players from up there. I had the pleasure of playing with Big Paul Harrigan, so I know what it would mean to them. Plus, obviously, Danny Baderas is in our staff, so uh, it would be a really fitting place to hold the third game if necessary. Well, mate, uh, we want to thank you so much for coming on Roosters Radio. Your accessibility is unbelievable for a little program like ours. We love you. We've always loved you. And I know you've got a three o'clock massage to fix that back from all the slaps you got the other day. Of, uh, congratulations. And they're so deserved, mate. Thanks for leading our state. And, uh, you know, in these tough times, there's a lot of people doing it tough out there, Freddie, as you know. And on a serious note, we like to have a lot of jokes, but on a serious note, you gave us so much joy the other night for, for what you've created. And uh, long live your reign. That's the least we could do. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Freddie. Take care. Cool. There you go, Silky. He's a legend of our club. Legend of our state, and uh, you know, hats off to him. I know that uh, you know Freddie is a really, really unique character in our game. He was such an enigma as a player. You know, he had his young years at Penrith. He comes out to the Roosters. He takes us to a premiership, and then you know, as a coach, he had some challenges. You know, at club level, and then what he's done at Origin level is great. I think he's just matured into you know what he always was. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Bush. But what's impressed it. what's impressed me as well as your black book. I mean, you're sitting there in your uh, castle there at Castle Bianca down there at Bondi, and you know we've been able to access Angus Crichton and, and Freddie Fitl on this week's show. So, uh, you know, you've done well, mate, for a for a couple of blokes who are locked down. Yeah, well, thank you very much. I tell you what, I'm here a week. Try the schnitzel. <laughs> Up at the club, that is.
Welcome back to Roosters Radio. On this Thursday night, up at Newcastle, the Roosters taking on the ladder leaders, the Melbourne Storm. 7.50 kickoff. Bush, how do you see it? Well, just a quick footnote, Silky. Only the western side of the venue is open for spectators. It's on our Roosters website. Uh, McDonald Jones Stadium's also had its capacity reduced with obviously the current COVID restrictions. So any Roosters fans looking to uh, to go redeem their tickets or get them, I think you've got to just make sure you check on the New South Wales State Government guideline websites you know, in relation to non-essential travel and also just double-check that you don't get yourself any uh, any dramas. But uh, how do I see it? Mate, all the dramas will be on the field. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully they're between Felice Kafusi and Angus Crichton again. It's round two. You know, it'd be nice to see them face off. You can't call Melbourne a bogey side because they're not a bogey side. Melbourne are the side that are always up for it and even more up for it when we play against them because our matches have been sorted by field goals and Adelaide. You know, one year it was to the Storm, next year it was to us. They're so close, you know. No Cameron Smith, uh, quite a significant amount of Melbourne troops coming back from origin. Uh, this is a good time to get them. We've got Teddy and Angus, um, you know, who, you know, hopefully right to play. Um, so it's going to be exciting. I think we can get the chocolates. Well, at the time of recording, we still haven't seen the team list. We're hoping Sammy Walker and Satili Tupanua are back in the side. And I'm not quite sure if Victor's suspension's been elapsed yet because of the, the state of origin yeah, and stuff. The, so I'm not quite sure. Weeks. So mm. uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, who Coach Robinson picks. Um, but I have to say, I am looking forward to it. We were in Melbourne for the uh, the first matchup between these two sides. And we did get a bit of a touch-up down there, uh, courtesy of the halfback, Jerome Hughes. But I'm thinking, uh, you know, this week we've, we should be well-rested. Uh, plenty to play for. And uh, it's going to be a tight one. I'm going to predict... Roosters 18, Storm 12. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to give you a scoreline of Roosters 22, Storm 18. And I think it's going to be a close game. The other thing I think Coach Robinson is going to uh, do is he's going to have a focus. As you know, you've got to watch Munster and you know you've got to watch Jerome Hoos. But the player for me is Peter Russell Clark used to say it is, where's the cheese? And wherever he is, uh, usually they've got the ball or he's got something up his sleeve, especially at a dummy half. If we can control and contain him, I think we're going to be okay. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank our very special guest from COVID lockdown, Angus Crichton, and the coach himself, the one and only Brad Freddie Fittler. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East to win. win.